You're listening to Sports and More with Chris and Tom. Welcome back. It's the guys with the faces for radio and the voices for a silent movie. This is Sports and More with Chris and Tom. I am Chris. And I am Tom. And I'm trying to decide, folks, which is the more interesting story right now. Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather, which is happening tonight, like pretty much as we speak, that fight is going on, um, or that a flock of bald eagles killed 54 sheep in <laughs> Idaho this week. You bald, decide. Bald eagles. Bald eagles. All day. Eagles. All day. Just, uh, yeah. I'll give you 54 sheep. No. 54 no. sheep. Like, no. that, what? No. Hey. Hey, bald eagles are predators, man. They ain't. They are predators. They're not just some noble beast that just sits there and eats worms. No, no, no. They're going after the livestock. Right. That was straight up America power there. Um, <laughs> and speaking of uh, the prey, Logan Paul is going down tonight. He's he's, he's going to be eaten alive. Wait, you're saying the obvious there. This is this is a money grab for Floyd Mayweather. This is all about. It's, the it's a money grab for both of them because you yeah. know what the fight the, the rules are of the fight tonight. Oh no! Um, no judges and no announced winner. What? Yeah, Mayweather. Like that's that's great for him because now he doesn't have to put his fifty and zero record on the line. He can literally cannot lose yeah. because there's not going to be an official winner. Like that. That. The, 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 yeah. I can't even. I, What's I just the can't point even. anymore? It's just yeah. money. It's right, just so, money. It's yeah, just, so, anyway. Yeah. So uh, the, the bigger topic we could, you could have thrown in there was Julio Jones got traded to the Tennessee Titans today for a second and a fourth round draft pick. Julio freaking Jones for a second and fourth round draft pick is all the times they give up for him. That is a bigger issue than Mayweather versus Logan Paul in my books. Now, oh, here absolutely. Come, I, was, here come, I was waiting for you to bring that to the table, man. Yeah, so here comes the, so here come the Titans trying to win the AFC South again and try to make the make the Super Bowl, which they're not because they're not better than the Bills or the Chiefs. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, 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 Titans fans. Sorry, Titans fans. Great I don't move. know. If we went. <laughs> yeah, they they got a winner there, but uh, I mean, you think who knows, that's, who knows if that's going to make all the difference? Uh, no, that they're hoping. No, you just got a nice sprinkle to put on your cake. That's all you got. There you go. There right. you go. All right. So going away from the football and into the MLB, because it is MLB season, despite what you may hear on sports talk shows, we got baseball talk. We have the Rays still holding down the ALEs. I don't know how they're holding it down this late into the season, but they are. In the Central, the White Sox look like they're going to run away in with the division with a four-game lead already. I know four-game lead with 100 games to go is, isn't that much, but really teams that get a four-game lead this early usually hold on until the very end if they do lose it. So they'll probably be a playoff team at the at the least. The A's are trying to hold off the Asterix, who are still in second place because the AL West is just a dumpster fire outside the A's and the Asterix. In the East, the Mets – still hold on to the division lead in the worst division in baseball because all those teams are below 500 besides the Mets. In the Central, the Cubs and Brewers who play in Wrigley Field, in Wrigley Field North are tied for first place. The two Wrigley Fields are in first place with the Cardinals back in third place. Praise the good Lord. We're going to deal with the evil Redbirds in first place. And then the other was the Pirates that happen to exist in the, in the division. Sorry, Pirates fans out there, but you guys just exist in this division. In the West, you have the Giants. How they're in first place, I don't know. The Padres in second. The, the Dodgers, who are trying to win the division, but they don't have to worry about all that much. Because right now, the season ended, they would be in the playoffs as the second wildcard team. Unfortunately, that means they play the Padres, and they probably lose that game and be out of the playoffs in one game. So, And then they have two bum teams at the bottom of the standings who are just hot garbage. They're just kind of there. Yeah. Just I, kind of there. I, you told me a couple of weeks ago that the Cubs would have jumped up to first place. Um, they had a, they had a great oh. couple of series. So yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm more than ecstatic about that, man. Yeah, the bullpen is the strength of the Cubs. The, let me say that Absolutely. again. The bullpen is the strength of the Cubs. Who would thunk that the bullpen was our strength? Bullpen hasn't been the strength in a long time. It hasn't been the strength since, like, well before. Even the World Series team, the bullpen was not the strength of that team. No, it was not. Was, no, absolutely. The bullpen was the weakness. <laughs> it was cost of the World Series, that bullpen did. Uh, yeah, on multiple occasions. Goodness. But um, 
All right. Well, hey, thanks for the thanks for the standings update. And the reason that you are all still here, or the the reason that you are confused that we are still talking about this topic, toward the end of our sandwich topic last time, mm -hmm. we we I, I posed a what I thought was a very simple question to Chris. That is a hot dog a sandwich, and we we stood on opposite sides of the line of that question. Chris is a yes, a hot dog is a sandwich. I am a no, a hot dog is not a sandwich. I was befuddled. All right, so we had to come back with it. Okay, we 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 know that you guys are like maybe sick of the food topics or whatever. Like you know, we've beaten this sandwich thing to get to death. All right, no, this is a separate arm of the discussion. Okay, this is just about hot dogs and how they are not sandwiches. So, all right. I'm going to start off this whole conversation. Go ahead. By definition, a hot dog classifies as a type of sandwich. But the discussion does not end there. The discussion does not end there because it is not treated as a sandwich. Okay? It may it may qualify by the technical terms and, and, and verbiage, but what else do you call it? I mean, it, it is a an item of its own, a brat, a, a, a hot dog, a Polish sausage, it's all fall into that category. They uh -huh. transcend the sandwich classification. So you're saying I won the debate already. He, so you're saying I won. No, it's over. I, here, let me tell you, let it's me over. tell you this. I, this is over. No, no, I no, 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 no. You made the Eric, Eric, Eric Mittenthal, president of the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, said that uh, he has been asked this question on the daily for about six years. And he says a hot dog is not a sandwich. If you go to a hot dog vendor and, and you say, give me a sandwich, they're going to look at you like you're crazy. It's just culturally not the same as a sandwich. By technical terms, yes, all right, we, I'll give you that. But by cultural standards, it does not fit as a sandwich. Okay, so you're upset with the connotation, not the denotation of it. If you're going to go with the the advanced English words here, you're you're saying that by the, the definition, it is a it is a sandwich. But how we treat it is different. Therefore, it's not a sandwich. Because technically, by definition, a taco can classify as a sandwich because it's, because it is meat in a bread-like substance. No, oh no 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 no! Because, I, yes yes, that is that is the case. All right, that that classifies because the tortilla shell is classified as a, a bread. A tortilla shell or a taco shell? Those are two different shells. Tortilla shell. That is that, that's a taco. That's what you put a taco in. The corn chip shell is considered a bread. No, the 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 soft shell. Okay, see that I agree tortilla. with you. The soft and, shell and the corn tortilla. The corn tortilla. No, the corn like tortilla. The, the, the soft like you, you they make yeah. soft corn tortillas. The soft one, yes. The hard shell, no. Two different things. They do not. The hard shell is a toasted sandwich. Yes, yes. The hard shell is is that's a tougher one to argue. <laughs> so, I mean, but we don't call it. Uh, a soft taco, a sandwich. It, we can, so it's a it's a taco. If you want to do the annoying the annoying uh, taco of of a whiny American that uh, instead of calling it a taco as it should be called, but see, this was an easy argument for me. It it is it, clearly a sandwich because if we use the Socratic method, we can easily deduce it's a sandwich because all sandwiches have a top and bottom layer that are bread. Yes, yes or no? Yes, clearly yes. Yes. And they all have at least one ingredient between that type of layer of the bread. Yeah, at least one ingredient. Clearly, hot dogs a sandwich. And then, and then to combat your connotation denotation argument, I knew this this was going to come up. I I I had a premonition. I had a, I had some forethought into this. I've had this discussion before. I'm going to use the what I call the square methodology. Hold on with me, folks. Hold on with me, folks. A rectangle, is that a square or a, just a rectangle, Senior Thompson? Sorry, say that again? Is a rectangle a square? No. Yes, a square is a rectangle by, by geometric a, a square, definition. You said, you, you said a rectangle. A rectangle is not a square. A square is a rectangle. Oh, that's my bad. Yes, by, by yes but a rectangle is not a square. Right, wrong way around. Square. A square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square. So, but 
So I had flipped in my head. I don't know why I always flip that one in my head. I can never remember that one. But so a rectangle, so a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square. But they're both in the same geometric class, but they also have their own geometric type of type of shape. So you can call a hot dog as its own thing, but it's also but it's still a sandwich. So you're saying that it's in the sandwich family? Yes, but but, but it is a a a separate entity. And class, class, yes, class. It's like humans are mammals, but we're not wolves. Both are and mammals, like but they're fingers, but not all fingers are thumbs. Correct. Well, thumbs not a finger. That's another topic for another time. Thumbs That's another topic. <laughs> that, that was a quote. That was a quote from Big Bang Theory. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, but all right. Well, but then all right. Then then where does it stop? Because I mean, you you could say that um, wine is just juice. But you're not going to call it juice. Yeah, well, wine wine is wine is a type of juice, but it's got alcohol. Well, you it. don't go to the you don't go to the liquor store and ask for juice. Hey, Where, where's, your juice where's your they juice section? Where's your juice section? Yeah, just you like you're not walking down the street in New York City or going out to Coney Island and you see a, a hot dog vendor say, "Hey, man, give me a sandwich," or well, we'll, uh, we'll "Hey, I'm going to grill up some sandwiches on the on the barbecue today." Hey, like <laughs> that's because it, it's because connotationally it is different. Do you know, because we treat it differently. It's like we all walk up, we see a perfectly drawn square, say, oh, look at that rectangle over there. No, we call it a square. We don't call the town a rectangle. We call the town square. Oh, my gosh. What yeah, if the I mean, town square is a circle? What if the well, town square is a, a town circle at that point. But I still probably call it a town square because of that's how we yeah. call it, which is just stupid at that point. So the, let's go back into history here. I know you're a history guy. Charles yeah. Feltman created the, the hot dog. Yep, and uh, it, he was a. Uh, oh, I'm trying to look back here. Make sure I get this right. He's of German descent. Okay, uh, yeah, sounds right. Came, came to yeah, right. Putting a sausage on on bread that sounds German. Sounds um, came to America as a teenager in 1856. Yep. Uh, is said to have invented the hot dog when he took German frankfurters, put them in elongated buns, and sold them from a push cart on Coney Island to make money. Feltman went on to establish a successful restaurant empire around the creation. But years after he died, his son sold the company to a hotel owner and went out of business in the 50s. No one cares about that. Um, I'm getting down to this. Okay. Michael Quinn, a Coney Island historian, said that he believes Charles Feltman intended to create a sandwich when he first put a Frankfurt in a bun. Um, but uh, he, he believes that uh, technically a sandwich it is a sandwich in – its uh, form and construction, but deserves to be recognized as something separately in a completely different category. Uh, Maybe yeah. believes to have in, uh, intended that as originally a sandwich, but it now transcends just the simple sandwich um, label. So, it's, but, to, all right, so to me, like, all right, yeah, I, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to get, give that to you. Like, yes, by by technical definition and construction, yeah, all right, it, it is something between between a a bun. All right, but <laughs> have you ever once in your life said, "I'm going to go make a sandwich and ended up with a hot dog," or "I'm no. going to go"? Uh, do you go to a restaurant? And under the sandwich section, see hot dogs. Do you go to Pertillo's and under their sandwich section, see a hot dog? No. So that wh why why are we even going to call it a sandwich? Te like by by technical definition, yes. But uh, I mean, really, right, then why do we a hot dog should have its own its own definition, which no. it really does, is, is because it's a, it, it's never been called a sandwich. It's in the sandwich family. It does not matter whether you call it a sandwich. It's in the family. Do we call it, do we call it pulled, what do you call a pulled pork? A sandwich. Does anyone ever call a hamburger is by definition a sandwich. We, but we call them hamburgers because they're, we, we view them as different. Sand but here's the difference between, here's the difference between those two. You will find a pulled pork sandwich under the sandwich right. uh, section uh, of a menu. You will find depend, a burger under the, you will find a burger under the burger section. Hey, you can also find the pork under the barbecue section, not under the sandwich section. They can be depending right. on the restaurant, either or. All right, let's let's take a, a restaurant uh, that that wouldn't do that would, would have them separately. And Applebee's, Applebee's has burgers. They have a, a whole no. section for burgers. Um, at, but I, I believe and I hope I'm right on this. They have a pulled yeah. pork sandwich. They they would put that next to their chicken sandwich, next to their Probably. black bean sandwich, or whatever other 
kind of sandwich they got going on. Um, they got a steak sandwich, whatever it is. They're not going to have that under the same classification as a burger because you got so much going on with the burgers that you're right. going to put it separate from the um, other sandwiches, the specialty items. Because the burgers, have, like hot dogs, are sandwiches, but they have their own thing. They have their own culture around them that makes them transcend just the sandwich label, even though they are still a sandwich. I just don't like labeling it as a sandwich because it's so much more than that. Be and yes, I'm back to the, back to the hot dog thing. I'm not talking about pulled pork and no, burgers. No, right now. You're, 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 you don't you don't like the fact that it's can, that it's, I can so call it, it's it's so restricting to call it a sandwich. Uh -huh. I'm just I'm just analyzing, saying this is its family tree. It is part of the sandwich family. I'm just going down the biology route here. I know I, this is shocking. People probably jealous of saying you're talking about biology. That's not a real science. But I'm going the biology route here and saying that was Look. just that's just Java. We're not saying that. Please, yeah. people, don't get mad at us. Yeah, we're just going. I'm just going through the list. You got to go through all the the genius and phylums and families and all that other stuff. And you you'll see that yeah, sandwich here, hot dogs draped right below it. But you look look at it differently. Like much like we have mammals, we have canines and and Homo sapiens, but they're same, but they're the same family, species of family, or of animal, or organism or whatever I'm supposed to say. Sorry, biology people. I haven't taken a biology class since freshman year of high school. Because Forgive me. I just could, I, I, I couldn't do it after that freshman year of class. I, 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 I was like, I'm done with this nonsense. I want to do math. I want math in my science class. not reading a book. Gosh, I'd rather do the numbers. We're, we're the numbers. I'd rather right? see things blow up in a chemistry class. That's all I'm saying. It's more exciting. And then calculate how putting it blew up. Putting a hot dog in a in a microwave without perforating it first. Hey. Oh, jeez, no. <laughs> bad idea! Do not do that. It's a bad. Do idea. not, yes. We're not condoning. It will explode, and don't put them in there for five hours. <laughs> <laughs> that's so random. Um, let's just say that uh, a, you know, a corn dog, corn dogs, or it was a pancake and sausage. You can microwave those. Let's just yeah. say someone may have put those in there for two and a half hours. In <laughs> Oh my! It was gosh. not me. It was a friend of the family who did that. He did. He misunderstood how to put time in to the microwave and put two and a half hours. He just in forgot. Like he didn't realize. Oh hey, my corn dog's on fire. No, we just saw it smoking. Like, oh, we're like, what's going on? I think my corn dog's smoking. And we we were just like, oh my! Gosh. Why is the corn dog smoking? And then we looked over. Two and a half hours. <laughs> I didn't even think that microwaves went up that high. Uh, hey, no, okay, hold gosh, on. Darn let's, they let's, can. Put hot, let's put the hot dog thing aside. Two and a half hours in a what are you making in a microwave? Like that they I, that they allow the time to go that high. At a certain don't point, know. don't you think it just like cuts off? Like I would think hey, so. Use an oven. Hey, that's enough radiation. <laughs> you're gonna die after you eat what you're radiating. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. We're just you or you're gonna become a um You're gonna become a, a corn dog. dog. <laughs> yeah, super corn dog. Okay, back to the discussion. So, cornbread is a bread, right? Yes. So, is a corn dog a sandwich? A corn dog? Because a corn dog has meat wrapped with cornbread hmm. and is then deep fried, of course, and put on a stick. So, it is yeah. a sandwich on a stick. A sandwich on a stick. Well, the, the, the problem is you got to think of a sandwich on a stick. and It's closer to a, uh, what's it called? Popsicle. A pop, <laughs> not a popsicle. <laughs> it's a meat sicle. It's it, it is closer to a popsicle because of how it's made. Because. <laughs> um, so so here, here's, my, here's my point, okay, with, with that, is we do not put, because technically, by what you've told me then, is that a corn dog, could classify as a sandwich because it is a um, it is, has a filling that is wrapped with bread. Well, not right. It is been, wrapped, it, but it covered. Been, it's, it's between layers of it is covered with with bread. Okay, it's it is yeah. in between layer of yeah. bread. So, are we then going to have to put corn dogs in, in hey. next to your BLT? Hey, possibly. Like, hey, like, possibly. It's in the same I mean, family. Where, where does where does it end? Where does it end? Well, I'm just gonna put it this way: applesauce is not a sandwich. This is <laughs> applesauce is not a sandwich. <laughs> But are we going to call applesauce a drink because it's a liquid now? Well, that, that, well hey, we could. It, it's possible. Is, is, is cereal just a cold soup? 
Hey, it's po hey, possibly true. Possibly like, true. Where's like this, this cereal, is insanity. Cereal, this is insanity. Cereal so, and, and milk could be could be considered cold oh if you gosh. wanted to. You're cereal. impossible. <laughs> Oh my gosh! We hey, have, we have you lost, think we have you think we're gonna stop with things? Lost all sense of logic. When things logically connect and when they absolutely fit definitions, you can logically say that. Now, are we going to culturally say that? No, I mean, like I call pop. I, you call you may call it soda. I call it pop. Is the correct term is soda? It's called pop up north because that's what we call pop as our slang term for it. But that's th those are terms for the same thing like we're not i mean okay the calling it coca-cola what's that it's all pop coca-cola or right, we've already had this discussion about what what one thing is like yes uh, coca-cola is a is a soda but a soda uh, all sodas are not coca-cola well then why they call coca-cola in georgia <laughs> then why oh. they all pop coca-cola in georgia <laughs> It doesn't make sense. Because I'm, I'm going to say something about Georgia that I shouldn't say. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Coca-Cola from birth down there. I, I don't. I disagree with their their view of it because Coca-Cola is clearly not all pop. Therefore, you should call it differently, and they're they're clearly wrong. But if you can logically, if you can logically connect the dots, it does make sense. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you would so you would call cereal. You would go in the morning. You're gonna pour yourself a bowl of cereal, and as soon as you put the milk in, it becomes a soup. Hey, I'm not gonna call it a soup. I'm not. I'm not crazy enough to say that. I'm going, so calling it cereal. But if someone says, "Is that type of soup?" I would have to think about it. So, so maybe, maybe it's so, not. So, because you, so you draw the line. A hot dog is a sandwich. Wine is juice. But now cereal is not a soup hey, because no, no, the no, definitions, the the, the 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 measures that it fits between. Hey, it could be. I had to look at the definition of soup. It may have to be a certain broth. Milk is not a broth. Therefore, it may not be technically a soup. I have to look at the definition. I'm not well, aware of those. Chowder is considered a soup, and that is not a broth. That is no. a, um, cream a cream based, a cream based oh. liquid. Oh, milk no. is is a cream based liquid. I mean, it's 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 a cow based liquid. But okay. it's not cream based. It's it's similar, but it's, it's not a cream. It, it, that's a tricky one. It's possible then. It's it's quite possible but, that. It's but no one's saying that you can't have your your bowl of cereal. Um, no one's telling you not to have it with heavy cream. You have it with heavy cream, then, then that, now, so, now suddenly you have a soup. But because I mean, by having what uh, whole milk and two percent and one percent, you're just watering it down. Yeah. Well, you can have a watered down soup too. It just tastes terrible. Hey, it's a it's a possibility. It's a possibility. <laughs> oh my gosh! I didn't think we'd take it this far. For one, I thought that you would um, be a logically thinking person. I like am logically thinking. I'm saying that it's <laughs> it's possible if it fits the definition of the main family. It's it's it, it may not be in the same genus of the family but it is under the family of soup it is a possibility all right so here, here's my point with all of that though okay the the cereal the juice the the hot dog okay is is you you can put the technical definitions of however you want to put it and it you know cereal as a soup hot dog as a sandwich i said possibly i'm not certain that one it, it makes the classification because soup does not have to be hot either. Gazpacho well, is a cold soup. Okay? I've never made that so, argument. I'm saying it depends okay. on what the liquid needs to be to qualify as a soup. I would need to look look that up. There are no there are no limitations to the the, the what the liquid has to be. Well, we because have to look how, that up because Maybe. of how soups uh, are the soup bases are constructed with just about any liquid that you can have. You, I mean, you could have a water based and uh, still have a soup. So possibly you don't have to have broth or, or no. cream or, or whatever. So, so what I'm saying is, okay, and we're, we took this cereal thing way farther than I thought <laughs> we would too. That's so, but these things meet within the guidelines technically yeah. of yes. what those items are. Soup, juice, sandwich. Yeah. We do not call them those things. So why are we even going to uh, make the argument that we can 
have it be a sandwich because we do not call it a sandwich. We do not call it juice. We do not call it a soup. We call it a bowl of cereal, a glass of wine, and a hot dog. We do not, the, you do not ever say, hey man, hand me a hand me a sandwich, and then the dude hands you a hot dog. For the it same, just doesn't work like that. For way. the same because reason it, you call a square a square, not a rectangle when you see a square. It's the same exact logic. The logic follows. Because we recognize the square as an individual shape, but it's in the rectangle family. We, but we also recognize it as its independent qualities that make it a square, even though it is technically a rectangle at the same time. Why are we friends? <laughs> because I can logically compute everything and say, yes, I understand your problem with it. I understand the connotation problem with it. It's just the connotation means nothing to me. This is also from the same man who doesn't like sub sandwiches from, from restaurants. Hey, because they're, they're too pricey. They're overpriced. That's all Tell I'm saying. Tell me that you can make the same thing at home, though. You, you can't. Can. Not the, the quality ain't there. <laughs> That's going back to last week, folks. And you could yeah. find the quality if you if you went to the farmer's market. It is possible to find the quality. <laughs> Call me when you do that. I'm too lazy to do that. That's why I don't bother. That's why you just go to Subway. <laughs> no, I don't go to Subway. I say I don't want to pay this oh much for gosh. a sandwich. Gosh darn it! <laughs> I'll pay that for right. I'll pay that well, for a hamburger. <laughs> and I'm paying for a sandwich. Gosh. Because the well, economic cost to me is different than the accounting cost. <laughs> back to last week. This went in a completely different direction than I thought. Okay, I think we'd better cut it off there because yeah. we got one more thing to talk about. Down in the comments, tell us whether you think it's a sandwich or not. Uh, if you follow my logic, I applaud you. If you uh, follow Chris's, okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, hey, it is. If you're a technical term kind of person, yep. then uh, go with what Chris says. Yep. If you believe what I say, that a, a hot dog transcends the limitations of the technical definition, then uh, th then comment that hot dog is not a sandwich. Then why bother technical okay. definitions at all? Why don't we just do count numbers by, by shapes, letters, and we just do everything differently? <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, just uh, not even gonna go there. That, that could go in a very bad direction. That we don't want. We don't talk about that kind of stuff on this show, man. Um, anyway, <laughs> where that could have gone, anyway. Uh, Chris, why don't you talk about uh, the USFL? The oh, USFL is fantastic. Back. So now Chris gets to be nerdy sports historian on this episode because now we get to talk about the USFL is back, baby. So this past Friday, June fourth. If you're listening to this later on, we are recording this. June 6th, the Sunday after the announcement. So that's what we're saying this past Friday. The United States Football League, the USFL, announced it will return this coming spring in 2022. They Now, how long have they been planning this? I don't know. They've not told us how long they've been planning this, so it doesn't seem like a spur-of-the-moment thing because they, they already have Fox Sports as the official broadcast partner of the USFL because they have a minority stake in the company that owns the USFL. Yes, it's, a, it's an onion of a situation over there which is good to see because they have a real broadcast network to broadcast all the games mm -hmm. as brian woods the co-founder of the new usfl and the founder and ceo of the spring football league a league i've not heard of by the way but apparently exists saying the same i provided mm -hmm. i'm extremely passionate about football and the opportunity to work with fox sports and to bring back the usfl in 2022 was an endeavor worth pursuing yes that's the exact quote i know it doesn't make any sense grammatically speaking but that's the direct quote on fox sports that he said and all my information is from Spock Sport, Fox Sports, on Wikipedia stuff, some USFL.com uh, stuff, or .net. The USFL has an official website, I think, that has not come down yet. So it's, which is funny because the USFL's USFL, official website is a .net. I think so. I have to look again because it, they're doomed to fail. Yeah. Well, well, because here's the thing: the USFL launched in 1983. Initially, it's originally from the uh. 80s. And there were 12 teams in it as a spring alternative to the NFL. And this was a very, very competitive league to the NFL for its three years because they ran out of money. But I'll explain how they ran out of money because they had no salary cap and they were paying uh, players more than they were getting in the NFL at that time. So you had guys like Jim mm -hmm. Kelly go to the USFL instead of the NFL because he didn't want to play for the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> That's literally why he went to the USFL. He wanted to play Houston yeah. instead of Buffalo. He said, I'm not going to the cold. I'm going to play Houston. Ironically, he went back to Buffalo where the USFL fell. So <laughs> he was going to Buffalo no matter what. 
But their first draft was in 1983 at the exact same time as the NFL draft. And guess who was the first round the first overall pick in the USFL draft? Dan Marino. And he was drafted by the Los Angeles Express. Dan Marino, who had to wait all the way to to pick 28 in the NFL draft, was the number one overall pick in the USFL draft. Now, John Elway was not drafted in the USFL draft because they knew good and heck well he was not going to the USFL. So they didn't bother drafting him. Right. Jim Kelly was a first-round pick in the NFL and a 14th-round pick in the USFL because they thought, well, there's no way he's going to leave. And then they heard him saying he's not going to Buffalo, and then they just drafted him because they figured, hey, might as well give it a shot. But the USFL had a lot of good players. I'll give you some players that you might have heard of before. Reggie White, the Minister of Defense, played for the Memphis Showboats. He's a Hall of Fame defensive end. Pretty good player. Pretty good player. Jim Kelly, like I said, played for the Houston Gamblers. Hall of Fame quarterback. Went to four straight Super Bowls. The only guy to ever do that. Now he lost all four of those. Also the only guy to ever lose four straight Super Bowls. <laughs> so <laughs> that's both a good thing and a bad thing in, in itself. Steve Young originally started his career in the USFL with the, New, with the uh, Los Angeles, Angeles Express. So before he was a Buccaneer, he played for the USFL, then went to the Buccaneers, and then went to San Francisco. Herschel Walker, someone who, who's a college football Hall of Famer, didn't make it to the NFL Hall of Fame, but he's still very, very good in the NFL. He played for the New Jersey Generals. He's actually currently running for office, I believe, in Georgia. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Thompson. Uh, Doug Williams, a, four, a quarterback for the Oklahoma and Arizona Outlaws, after he played in the NFL, went to the USFL, and then went back to the NFL to win the Super Bowl with the Washington Redskins at the time. Now, football team featured named TBD, and is the first by QB to start a Super Bowl. Gary Zerman. Uh, Office lineman for the Los Angeles Express, NFL Hall of Famer. Sam Mills of the Philadelphia slash Baltimore Stars. A lot of these moved around in the USFL to try to f- find the market that would make him the most money. He was he went on to become a five-time Pro Bowler in the NFL, and he's been at Hall of Fame finals for the last two seasons. Keith Millard of the Jacksonville Bulls went on to be a NFL 1980s All-Decade team member of the uh, for D Lyman, not a Hall of Famer, but still pretty special that you're a Hall of Fame, all decade team member. Doug Flutie, everyone knows who Doug Flutie is. Hale Flutie of the New Jersey Generals won a title for the New Jersey Generals, then went on to Canada after he played for the Bears, and then went, went to the Bears and went to Canada, then went back to the NFL. He played everywhere and was pretty much good everywhere. He just never had a chance because he was five foot nine and was a buck fifty soaking wet. And then you had Gary Clark of the Jacksonville Bulls, a four-time Pro Bowler with 10,000 receiving yards in the NFL after playing for three years in the USFL. So, yes, lots of talent in the USFL at that time. Will they have that talent this time around? No chance. That's what they got because everyone goes to the NFL at this point in time. So it's, they're going to have a lot less talent this time around. Now, now, what team names could we expect? Well, they actually have the rights to, I think, like 12 or 14 names. I, I gave you the eight I think they might go with. The Dallas Stallions, the Houston Gamblers. One of my favorites, the Memphis Showboats. Fantastic name. I love that one a lot. The Memphis and those last two, the Houston and Memphis, those were the original names too. Yep, so. yep. St. Louis Invaders are an original team that could come back, but there's right. also the Battle Hawks of the XFL they have to compete with. The Tampa Bay Bandits, who has to compete, who would has to compete with the Tampa Bay Vipers and the Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Gronkineers. I don't think that was going to work out all that well. The Chicago mm-hmm. Blitz was actually very successful. They just had to compete against the Bears in Chicago. Good luck with that one. And then the New Jersey Generals. So there will be three teams in New Jersey instead of just two. Yes, I know Giants and Jets are New York teams, but they play in New Jersey people. Just follow along with Chris's logic here. And the Pittsburgh Maulers. I like the name a lot. The Pittsburgh Maulers. That sounds like a pretty good football name to me. I like it, man. I mean, honestly, um, good on them for, for bringing this back. It is historic. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fact that this actually had a bit of success with the caliber of players that they oh, um, attracted at the time good. and that they wanted this enough to resurrect it, I, I like it. Um, and that they're they're going back to some of those original names too. Yeah, of course you don't have like all the the locations of the original um, teams, but I mean you still you're you're all over the country here. I mean, well, I mean you're mostly you're mostly they have um, some East Coast, Midwest and East Coast. You're not going out they, uh, to LA and Arizona. They like do have the LA, LA Express still under their trademark, so they could go to LA, but I don't think that's going to work out. Although, well, there's also the Portland 
there's there's a Portland team, but it also played in Seattle and somewhere else. It went to three different places before they before they ended. So it wasn't a very profitable team, shall we say, because <laughs> they had to move right. three different times in three years. And and let's be honest, Portland is a, a basketball and soccer yeah. city anyway. Yeah. So it, yeah. So I just one of the eight teams I thought could succeed even with an NFL market because. All these cities are big football ta- football areas. Yeah, and I mean, had it not been for um, the Rona last year, I mean, we could have had some of these cities had successful teams with the XFL. I mean, they were already when uh, things went down. Yep. So, the I mean, St. Louis uh, is, is a big oh. one. I mean, that city bought into the Battle Hawks. That was and fantastic. So, I mean. I think whether it's XFL or USFL, um, whatever team is down in St. Louis, you're going to have the support. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were going to go to 40,000 people for the next game against the L.A. Wildcats before the road ahead. They were going to rate – think about this. The L.A. Wildcats were coming to St. Louis. They were going to hear so much about Kroenke sucking. They they would have to mute out the audience noise from the broadcast. There's going to be lots of swear words that are not friendly for TV that they would be hearing. Oh, it was not clean. (laughs) It was the farthest thing from it. But so much fun to watch. Oh, yeah. I think we say Kroenke sucks. We didn't do the rest of it because we're like, uh, we're, we're, we don't want to cuss. We're also not, we're also not St. Louis fans, so we're, we're not going to go there. We're, we're all, not that diehard, you know. We, yeah. we don't care that much. I mean, we're, I we mean, just, I was, we, we, yeah. we, we got into it enough just to get with the, the, uh, the chant, but not, yeah, we, we don't, we don't hate the guy the same way that they did down in St. Louis. No, no, no. I, I mean, I was a big Bellhawks fan, as you guys all know. I still have a hat and a T-shirt. I was thinking about becoming a season ticket holder the next season to get. Oh my gosh. Season. Hey, it was going to cost me a <laughs> hundred bucks for five for five games, staying in the end zone. That's, that's that's not bad at all. That's, that's a not good. Bad at I'm all. like, I pay that to go to one Cubs game a year. I can go to five football games for the same price. I'm not passing right? this up. That's that ain't bad, man. Yeah. Might, so I mean, yeah. if that's an option, if the XFL comes back, you might want to think about that. Well, my question is, how does this affect the XFL? Because now they have a competitor in the spring with the USFL, which could succeed because. They're they're not talking with the Canadian Football League about making their own league. They're saying we're coming back, we're doing it ourselves, we're ready to go. And the XFL still has not really had talks about coming back. Serious talks about coming back in the spring. There's been no draft. There's been nothing happening. No player signing. No word has ha- come out of the XFL. So well, it makes when, me worried. When did, when did the first draft for the XFL happen? It was in October. Was that- it was in October. But it was an, it was announced like months. Like six months in advance, they already announced when they were well, having. All right. Well, let's think about this though. Like a lot of these major cities, um, especially Chicago. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, they have not gotten the the okay to have um, an, an expanded capacity. Oh, Chicago's um, full until, until recently. Yeah, yeah, Chicago recently. is oh. Chicago's full capacity yeah. now, but until recently. So I imagine that the the investor group that included the Rock, mm-hmm. um, that they're waiting on the. Um, the, they were waiting on the final say to get the logistics out because they, I mean, why have a draft if you don't know that every city that you have um, uh, teams in is going to be allowed to play? And I, I'm not even sure about LA right now. Like, yeah. uh, LA is coming back. LA is coming back, but I don't know what, at what. I mean, I, I don't even think that they're at full capacity right now. So, I, I mean, I imagine and we hope that by this time next year, by spring next year, that they would um, be. At full capacity, but there are those unknowns yeah. from uh, the teams in the XFL and some of those cities that um, are more restricted or have been until recently. So I, I can imagine that a lot of us not knowing what's going on with the XFL has to do with the the planning side of will we even be able to play in this city or would we have to move it and make arrangements in another uh, another area or get rid of that team entirely. So th- there, there's some things there that I imagine had to happen, which is maybe why we're not hearing from the XFL, but I, the the Rock and his investor group have put in a lot of money for this and they have the, they have the administrative support to do it. The USFL is trying to get something off the ground and, and we don't know anything about their funding sources. So mm-hmm. is that a, a steady source of cash flow that they can actually afford to do so. And also let, let's talk about St. Lu- St. Louis. If they're both being played in the same city, uh, 
who gets the the right to Ed, what is it Edward Jones Stadium or, or whatever Edward, the, the dome? The, the um, dome in America Center is the name of the that <laughs> that place. So I mean, the city then that has to decide who gets that because it, yeah, it's a rent. The, it's a rental, so they would, it's a rental. So it's just going to be who can uh, who has the most brass in their pocket. Really, I mean, right. that it's um, because mm-hmm. and let's let's talk about who has more cash right now. From what we know. XFL has more cash flow at hand now than they did before. The USFL, we know nothing about. We don't know if they have just been fundraising and investing and trying to build up for the last 30 years to bring this back, or if they're just trying to get something off the ground and it's like the XFL where the the foundations aren't as stable as they they appeared at, at first. So so we don't know. I mean that that's a huge money is a huge part of this, like you said, because the money is going to decide who gets to play at the stadiums in some of those double booked cities and on what day. Some some teams may not be playing on Saturdays um, if uh, they can't afford to play Sundays because someone else has got it. So I think a lot of that has to come to light, and especially with the USFL being the new kid on the block, they they've got to pony up and really earn their stripes to to make it into the scheduling. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how much. Oh wow. Oh, so Brian Woods is worth $244 million. I think he has the cash to back up a football league right Brian, now. W- Brian Woods is worth that much? or He's worth uh, that much. So I don't know how much that's, cash. That's not necessarily right. Right. all so I cash, though. I mean, uh, Jeff Bezos is yeah. is worth, uh, you know, right. billions on, yeah. upon billions upon on billions, but right. that's not all cash. That's, right. that's in assets and stocks and – um, equipment right. and, and stuff. So like if he's worth, you know, 244 right. million, that, that's great for him. He probably does have a lot of cash to yeah. put into it, but I mean, that's personal assets. He, right. he might not be investing all of his personal right. um, cash value into this. And I'm sure that owning the league is involved in part of his net worth. Right. But the fact that, you know, but I think what makes me feel comfortable with the USFL is they already have TV networks figured out. I mean, yeah, That's the, true. XFL, that is true. the XFL did have Fox, but they've kind of, Fox and ESPN, and ABC have kind of like tried to renege on those deals because they don't have the confidence in the league going forward. Fox is a stakeholder in the USFL, so they're going to make sure it succeeds at any cost. This oh, league. that's that's true. I forgot that you said that they're part owned by. Yeah, so the Fox oh, is going to Fox yeah. wants that, they want that to succeed. If they're owner owning it. They're going to want to see some returns. So they're going to put money into this thing. So all right. No, all right. I, I, I forgot that you said that right at the start there. Um, so my apologies there. I mean, they they, they do. I, I guess they have some backing there. So, all right. As as far as XFL versus USFL, let's say they're button heads, and yeah. um, because because Fox has the the backing. Okay, I I, I forgot. I, I thought that was completely being funded out of um, no. Brian Woods. I, I, no, I he, forgot he, about the co the, the co founding with. Um, uh, the help of Fox. Yeah. Um, if given the opportunity, does Fox buy out the XFL? I don't think they would. There's, there's got to be some monopoly stuff, so you can't like own a football league and be the entertainment product for. I think it's probably mm. so. You can be a minority owner. You just can't. Now, be all right. So, let, let, what if the USFL, the, the whole investor group, what if they bought the the XFL? That's what I mean. They're not necessarily uh, just bought. Gotcha. Like, so they bought what, the, what if the USFL bought the rights to the XFL, oh. so that they could not have a competitor for some of these major cities. It would it would then be a big boon. It could be a legitimate spring league, spring league like we saw the XFL turning into. The XFL was working. I know everyone thinks it's a kooky game, kooky rules, kooky cities. It was working though. If, if you watched the games, it was like it was good for it was wasn't great football by any stretch of the imagination. It was just fun oh, to no. watch. It was it's just fun, fun to watch. watch. Yeah. The it, the the coof is what kind of uh, threw a, a monkey wrench into the whole operation. Yeah, because the St. Louis was already profitable after two home games. They were a profitable yeah. franchise after two home games. They and that was that was not operating at full capacity. They, they had the whole entire they were upper one, deck section, and they were going to open that up. They were at one third capacity for those games, and they were they were already profitable. <laughs> the one third capacity. Like I like, said, like I said, man, that city bought in from the start. That's it. Yeah, they were making money hand over fist. They were going to pretty much be helping hold up the other teams that were sucking the money out of the organization, like the New York Guardians, the Tampa Bay Vipers. Like half the teams weren't pulling any weight. The, 
The New York sports market is so saturated. Yeah, I know it was a bad, it was a bad choice. I think they had to put it there for TV. That's my pro- that's my only problem with these football leagues is they're going to put teams in markets where they shouldn't have teams just for TV contracts, and that's going right. to hurt the the product overall because they're going to see empty stadiums and people are like, "Why aren't watching?" And no one's at the game. But then all these mid mid market states are going to have like full capacity, going bonkers, and no one's watching those games because because eh, all the coasters, all these coasters are not going to care about it. Right, so it's the balance of um, finding where the people are going to want to be and want to watch, right? Well, and, and where where they're going to want to watch on TV the teams that are playing, yeah. Because, uh, like you said, I mean, if there's no team out out west, are people in LA going to care? Yeah, probably so, not. I, I mean, yeah. Well, so there's things like that that you got you got to factor in. Whereas the XFL was countrywide, but I mean. Uh, some of those teams, because of the saturated market, didn't receive some of the um, attention that they they maybe could have right. in uh, a smaller market, a oh, yeah. more uh, Midwest uh, market. Like I, I'd say, like instead of New York, uh, New it was New York Guardians, right? Yeah, the New York. If Guardians. it was in Pittsburgh, it probably would have been better received. So, something like that, because yeah. because there's just so much going on in New York. Right. Uh, Pittsburgh actually might have been a a good change of pace. Mm-hmm. They might they might have accepted. Oh yeah. Oh hey, we got something to watch aside from the pirates. No. So. <laughs> they had the steel. They had the steel. No. All right. In the spring. But in during the, spring. the season, yeah. In the spring. Yeah. In the spring. Yeah. In the okay. spring. You know yeah. what? You know what? I, mean. I, you know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. You're like saying that the whole town's just got the pirates, nothing else. Like no. 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 no, no. We, got, we got something in the spring to watch besides the pirates. Okay. Sorry, but pirates they, fans. We but we have to. But you guys, just, the teams just. They bring us joy as Cubs fans. As Cubs used to be terrible year after year, and we always say, "Well, he's been the Pirates." <laughs> yeah, that's all we. That's all we had yeah. for a long time. Yeah. But hey, anyway. So, so give us your thoughts too. Of, I mean, uh, do you think the USFL is going to be successful? Um, do you think the XFL can do the same, or is one or the other possibly going to go under? I mean, we we don't want to see either one. One Obviously, or the other, or both. Bit, one or the other or both. Yeah, I mean, it could it could happen. I mean, we, you and I, like, I, I'm going to say, the Battlehawks, that was awesome. I would love to see the XFL succeed. Yeah. But if the USFL is bringing a team to St. Louis, I mean, maybe maybe St. Louis will surprise you and, and like, they'll just buy in and, like, hey, we're Battlehawks and Invaders all the way, and you're going to have every game of both yeah. sold out. I don't know. Um, but, I mean, we, we want to – we want – but as many leagues as possible to succeed because it gives guys opportunities where they might not have in the, uh, in, in the NFL or in Canadian or arena or whatever, yeah. um, whatever options are out there. I don't even know. There's, there's, there's like the, there's the spring football league. There's whatever. I've never heard that league before, before there, I looked this up. There's whatever the fan funded league that uh, uh, oh. Johnny Manziel was doing at the community parks. Gosh, that, that was, was a ba- nightmare. That was a bad so idea. Like, so, so these, these are opportunities that are better than some of those out there. So I think this is these are these are good options. We want them to to, to work as right. sports fans. We want them to work, but logistically, can two leagues operating at the same time do it? And uh, that's up in the air. It, it really is a a crapshoot. So um, let us know your thoughts on on maybe um, how this could work. Yeah, it all depends. I always say this with spring leagues: you either have to you have to operate as a fear league for the NFL, otherwise you're just going to die. The NFL is going to squash you because the NFL is a de facto monopoly. Maybe not on how they operate, but because of their market power, they just do what they feel like, and you're just stuck with it. So right. you, have, you have to come in thinking about being a fear league. You're not going to be the NFL. It ain't going to happen. People start small, work your way up. Right. But please follow our Facebook page for updates regarding our shows. Uh, we're going to have some hiatuses coming up because Tom might be out of town for a couple of weekends in a row. Chris, I'm probably going to be out for a weekend in August now. He's got a message from my brother about him moving up here. So it's going to be a little bit touch and go in the summer, you guys. It's the summer and the Rona's lockdowns are over. We're, people are done being in the house. So it's going to be crazy here. So let us know. So we'll, we'll let you know what we're doing on our Facebook page if we remember to, because you guys know we're not good. Letting you guys know we're recording stuff or email us at sports and more with CT. That's capital C, capital T at gmail.com. Yeah, I've noticed that we don't ever tell people when we're going to record. Nope. We just post it when it's already recorded. So um, I'm not even going to promise to do that. Because it means nothing. Not because us recording means nothing. It's about when it gets posted that matters. 
Right, because I mean, like we we had, we had done one that you guys uh, didn't get to to see um, a, a while back, that uh, a month or, month or two ago. That um, Google Google did not like us that day, and it didn't record it. Had we said, "Hey, looking forward to the," are you guys looking forward to the episode this week? You would have been disappointed. <laughs> Instead, it's just us that are disappointed. So <laughs> it's it's better us than you guys. Um, so I'm not going to make any promises of when. Uh, is it going to happen? I'm probably not going to make any posts ahead of time of when it's going to happen. But when it happens, you'll find it on the Facebook page. That's what matters. It's going to be out there. Yes. So um, in addition, as always, you uh, can get us on Anchor, which is probably where a lot of you see the link from uh, Facebook. Um, you can also go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere else that you get um, your podcast. I did check, and yes, Apple is putting all of our podcasts out there. And they are free downloads. All of these are free downloads. Mm -hmm. um, so get them where they're at. And um, I haven't checked our anchor numbers in a while. Just uh, our, our anchor is our, our host site from where we, we throw this out. And so um, I don't know if uh, what we're at, what last week looked like. Um, but we just appreciate all the um, support you guys have been giving us. We have some lofty goals coming up that we're going to keep to ourselves that you guys don't. So you, don't, you guys don't get upset if they don't happen. Um, but yeah. it, it, uh, it involves uh, interviews with some people that we just want to interview if we get the opportunity. So we're going to start pestering those folks and see if we can get them online. Um, if you got some, some folks that you think would make good guests on this show um, that, that might have a bit of a following, um, we're, we're all about getting creative, interesting people on the show and, and hearing all about them. So um, share what you got, share who you got, who you know. If you got connections someplace that we don't, that, that gets you to some celebrity, Cool. Where I mean, where has that connection hey, been all this hey. time? But hey, Tom <laughs> I mean, Brady. Waldick Wald, yeah. is a crazy. He's he's a pretty cool celebrity in the the skiing community, yeah. though. So I'm going to say we that's a that's the bar to beat, yeah. and that's a pretty high bar right now. Yeah. If someone has a way to get a Tom Brady on this podcast, we get me that information now. I want to ask them and how he does what he does. I I, I don't. Wendy, get it. we need to get in touch with Wendy again. Yeah, we are in touch with Wendy. She probably met him at the Super Bowl, so we'll have to ask Wendy. But she went and played the slots. That's where she found everyone. <laughs> damn. Oh, damn. We like to thank all of you, probably the tens and tens of people that enjoy Dickens, Ramblings, and takes and everything from hot dogs being sandwiches and also the US uh, XFL being back and how that is going to compete with the XFL or if they're going to merge or whatever because it's a weird superfluous, and that's not the word I'm looking for, a weird uh, enigmatic situation, shall we say. Do you just have a thesaurus on your desk right now? No, I'm just like, thinking. I'm going through my head trying to think of the words. <laughs> Dumb it down for me. Dumb it down. I'm, um, kidding. It, no, I'm it, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know I kid. Um, as we said, next episode is going to come up probably in a couple of weeks. Um, uh, we're just, you know vacations and, and happenings locally and, and family things going on. We just, we, we got to get the scheduling down. Um, so that is to be decided. Keep an eye on Facebook for when that does come out. Um, but until then, as always, stay safe and healthy and most importantly, stay free. Sports and more with Crescent. Tom is brought to you by no one. All non-original thoughts and ideas were properly noted during each segment.